Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Surprised by Jesus. I'd like to start today with just a quick story, uh, once again, from my kids. It seems like I'm always learning and being amazed by different things that they say or do um, or, or even teach me, and, uh, and so I just wanted to start with that. Uh, we were reading The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe the other day. And we were we were towards the end, and that's when Aslan um, is killed, and then he comes back to life. And it was without hesitation, as soon as my kids realized that Aslan was back to life, it was like something clicked, and they're like, it's just like Jesus. He died, and he came back to life. And it was just such a cool connection that they made so quickly on on the character in the book, in Jesus, and, the, and just this recognition that that Jesus is alive, and I think a lot of times we miss that. Like, we know he died. Um, I know for, for myself, like, I, I have that relationship with Jesus, but I don't always remember, like, he is alive. And he invites us to share in that life. And he even said, I am the resurrection and the life. Whoever believes in me, even if he dies, will live. And everyone who lives and believes in me will never die. He he told us that. He's, he shares that with us, and he desires to share that with us for eternity. And that's why he gives us access through his love and his sacrifice to eternal life. And we all have, I think, probably heard that verse in some way, shape, or form. But I think I didn't, anyway, know what story of the Bible that came from. And that actually came from the story of the raising of Lazarus. And so just that's what we'll be reflecting on today is the story of Lazarus. And I think we all kind of also have a general idea of the story. Jesus, is, Jesus finds out that Lazarus is sick. He's with his disciples. And he goes to back to Judea. Um, to see Lazarus, and Martha and Mary are already distraught, being Lazarus' sisters, and are are crying, and because Lazarus has already died, and they're just pleading with Jesus, "Hey, if you would have been here, he would have never died." And we all know how this ends. Jesus ends up raising Lazarus, uh, asking him to come out of the tomb, and it. It happens, and everybody's amazed. So that's the general story. I'd like to dive a little deeper into that, pull out some things that really surprised me in going through this, and share them with you now. That brings us to surprise number one. How Jesus responds to Lazarus being ill. So first of all, Jesus first finds out that Lazarus is ill, and he says, This illness is not to end in death, but is for the glory of God, that the Son of God may be glorified through it. Okay, great. You figure Jesus is going to take off and go and cure Lazarus. Instead, he remains for two days where he is. So it's kind of this, like, what are you doing? If this was my good friend, family member, and I find out that they're 
on their deathbed, I'm not going to wait around for two days. Like I'm, I'm going to just go. So it's, it's kind of this surprise that he would just stick around and not be in a hurry to go back. And slowly as he starts to, uh, as he tells his disciples, we're going to go back now to Judea, he starts to reveal maybe what the reasoning for this is. Uh, a couple of the different things he says is, our friend Lazarus is asleep, but I'm going to awaken him. And then later on, specifically saying, Lazarus has died, and I am glad for you that I was not there, that you may believe. It's as if he's almost setting up this epic healing. Uh, well, that's exactly what he does, is he goes and raises Lazarus, but he wants it to be big. It's almost like, okay, Jesus, you're just showing off now. But I think when you really dive into it, that's that's not the case at all. He's really teaching us the most important, one of the most important messages in the Bible, and that is that if we do know and love Jesus, he will raise us into eternal life with him. Sure, it'll be different than what La- with Lazarus. He was brought back to the life that we know. But how amazing is it that, that Jesus would actually desire for us to be with him in eternal life? And it's, it's, this is like if you were a peasant and the king asks you to come to the royal ball, except for it's almost a step further. It's almost as if you're asked to sit at the royal table with the royal family how beautiful is that i just i reflecting on that i just can't get over the wow of this is the love and the relationship that jesus calls us to and wishes for us to be with him for eternity in that Now let's move on to surprise number two, that Jesus would go back to Judea at all. When Jesus mentions he's going to go back to Judea, his disciples say, Rabbi, the Jews were just trying to stone you, and you want to go back there? This was just after Jesus was in Jerusalem, had performed signs, and the Jewish leaders wanted to kill him, and now he wants to go back there. Like what a selfless outpouring of his love, despite any consequence for himself. Keeping in mind that he really has a pretty good understanding what that consequence is going to be. And I think what really hits home here um, in this in this surprise is the challenging response he gives to the disciples. He says... If one walks during the day, he does not stumble, because he sees the light of this world. But if one walks at night, he stumbles, because the light is not in him. When I first read this, it took me several times to really read through it, before I finally was like, okay, that makes sense. And I think what he's trying to say is really that when we know what is right and what God is calling us to do, Regardless of what others may think, regardless of what the consequence might be, we need to do it. 
And that's how we stay in the light. It's when we hide or run from this call or this idea that we know is right, that's when it leads us to darkness and despair and ultimately separation from God. And so what Jesus is doing is he's calling the disciples, he's calling us to really understand that it doesn't matter anything out nothing else matters other than following God. And if we follow God even though it may seem like we're going into a bad situation or into a and something that will lead to a consequence that we may not desire ultimately that is where we will find the greatest joy the greatest peace and we will truly be doing what we were created to do surprise number three Jesus cries. The shortest verse in the Bible literally reads, And Jesus wept. He saw Mary weeping, and the Jews who had come with her weeping, and he wept with them. What a beautiful depiction John gives us of Jesus that he would sadden, he would be saddened to the point of weeping. And I think John does this for a couple reasons. First of all, I really think that John wants to show us just how fully Jesus was fully God and fully man. I think sometimes it's really easy to forget that I do, that Jesus was fully man, not just God. And this is a way I think John can bring that out. I mean, John spent three years of his life with Jesus in the flesh as a friend. And he wants us to see that we can have that as well. That Jesus is relatable, that Jesus is there for us, and that he he does care and love us, just as he did with John and the other disciples. I think secondly... It's a way for him to show, just in this story, that Jesus cried with them. Even though he knows he's going to raise Lazarus, he is saddened by the fact that they are sad. And he will do that for us as well. When we are sad, he will be sad with us. When we rejoice, he will rejoice with us. And I think we just need to always keep that in mind that that Jesus desires to love and rejoice with us. But he's also saddened when we're sad and troubled when we're troubled because he loves us that much. That concludes the surprises for today for the raising of Lazarus. I want to just end with this. When Jesus calls Lazarus out of the tomb, he starts his prayer. Father, I thank you for hearing me. I know that you always hear me. If you're anything like me, oftentimes we doubt that God hears us. I think maybe if we can just start 
trusting that he hears us and thanking him more for doing so, we'll also be able to start to see just how he is answering our prayers in ways we couldn't have even imagined. Let's pray. Lord Jesus, just as you answered Martha and Mary in an unexpected way when they called out to you to help Lazarus, help us to see how you answer our prayers in an unexpected way and allow that to increase our confidence and trust in you. Amen. Thank you, everyone, for joining me for another episode of Surprised by Jesus. Catch you next time.